The MomCast is brought to you by the YMCA of Central Ohio and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! Welcome back to another MomCast where we are talking, well, I was thinking about it, it's it's um, McKay, because I, I don't have an M at the beginning of my name. No, you McKay, don't. Michaela, Mindy, <laughs> and Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's in the room. It, it's it's going to be Father's Day this weekend, mom. And, and therefore, Meat is a topic of interest. It kind of is, right? I yes. mean, not every dad, the stereotype, every dad at the grill and wanting meat, not necessarily. We know that, but... Um, for some of us, anyway. Well, wait till you hear my Father's Day story. Oh, okay. It may be very stereotypical, <laughs> Stacey. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a big week, and we hope you're ready to celebrate, Dad, because we wouldn't yeah. be here without... Dad. Right, if we yeah. weren't, and we, we wouldn't be moms without a dad. We wouldn't. So. And Mindy is on the road. We're going right. to talk to her later in the show, uh, but we wanted to first just kind of give that shout-out to dads Yay. and to our husbands, too, for all the great that they do in our lives. Yes, and we were saying that the big plans, you know, and I, and I think guys, you know, they go all out and do stuff for us, their wives, the mother of their mm-hmm. child or children. Um, Jeff has, like, he's very, I don't want to say he's simple, but he enjoys meat. <laughs> I was going to say, it's okay for you to say he's simple, right, Greg? Can we and say you're is, simple when yeah. you're the husband? You yeah, simple. We seem like we're high maintenance, but we're really not. You we guys, have a very low expectation. I feel like you are a little easier to please. Yes. M- Michaela, if we're being honest, Let's be honest. we women are sometimes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But this is Jeff's idea of Father's Day celebration. We have my family over on Father's Day itself. Oh, so okay. we celebrate Jeff the night before on a Saturday night. And every Saturday night, um, before Father's Day and also of his birthday, we go to a restaurant here in the Columbus area that will serve a lot of meat. <laughs> We're talking you get one of those cards. Copious amounts of meat. And you have a salad <laughs> bar and you sit down and you have all your sides and stuff. But then you have this card that regulates when you're ready for meat. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds okay, man. Like it, it really yes. kind of is, although it's really lovely. It's very upscale, and yes. you're enjoying the evening. But then it's red or green, and of course, green means go. Red means stop. I'm chewing, or I've had enough. <laughs> um, and you can take little breaks. But I mean, it's everything. We're talking lamb. We're talking different kinds of sausage. We're talking chicken. We're talking like two or three different kinds of fillets. Um, we're talking everything out there. Pork, they come out with these big skewers. Skewers, yeah, that's they what just, they are. They carve it right at your table, and you have these little tongs. <laughs> men, 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 yes. men, men, and men, men. And it's just men. meat. <laughs> Having men serve other men meat from a skewer <laughs> is the definition of Father's Day. So I appreciate that Jeff wants to do that. Like he th- loves That's it. the thing on Saturdays, right? Yep. Meat. Meat. Before Father's Day. Right. So the stereotypical point in my life, because our Father's Day also has to do with meat. Oh. Stacy and Greg. Um, Marcus tends to destroy grills very, <laughs> oh. very quickly. Greg, you laugh because I have a feeling you I'm, might have I'm just... familiar with that. Yeah. Why don't they last longer than like three years? Part of it's upkeep, too, and maintenance. Thank and you. And we get, you know, Thank and we, self-admittedly, you know, we're all about the... Uh, Drinking beer and grilling the meat, but then as soon as we're done eating, we're like, ah, we don't always remember to turn the gas off. 
put out the coals, clean the clean the grill, put the cover back on. Our last grill had massive bird nests in it, and they oh, would gross. build them within like two days. What? Because my guess is something was allowing them in. I don't know if there was a hole or something. Yeah, I wish I. I wonder if I have a picture. If I have a picture, I oh, will put like it on the, the Facebook page. Yeah, because I think Marcus has a picture somewhere. So yes, care is important, Greg. Care is very, very important. So what I was going to say is care has been a little bit, maybe neglected, just a tad bit at our house. Perhaps. Yes. And so, you know, we had talked about going to a man meat place. A man meat place. (laughs) (laughs) For Father's Day. We're okay with that. We had discussed that. But instead, he wanted the meat that keeps on giving. And so he asked if I would get him a new grill. And, of course, the old grill was not working come Memorial Day weekend, so I got the the schmoopy sad eyes. And he said, can we get the grill early? Get it now. And so we went shopping Memorial Day weekend to three different locations looking for grills. And we finally sat on the mamma-jamma of grills. We finally settled on that. Um, So he is the proud (laughs) new owner of a Weber yes. gas grill. Oh, hoo, hoo. What we have too, <laughs> I didn't know the price difference between that and like Next Grill or Char Grill. And I'm. It's the Lexus of grills. We're, well, here, we're talking here. I hope the Lexus of grills as a Father's Day gift is treated like the Lexus of grills in our house. You do need to take care of it. Yeah. yeah. So. so to your point, Greg, um, high maintenance needs to start happening, even though it's not a natural thing. This <laughs> Did you Father's get the cover? Day. Did you get the cover at least? We're using some old Kenmore cover. Co- I know. Maybe, When's I, his birthday? August. All right. Well, maybe he gets an early birthday present. Well, since it was an early cover. Father's Day present. Do you have meat in your Father's Day future, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Proudly, Yes. <laughs> Well, we're just settling in. We're moving. We're in the process of moving. And uh, this actually, this is the longest move in history. It is. It really is. So uh, we're hoping, fingers crossed, by this weekend, Father's Day weekend, we will be in 100%. Our kitchen will be done. And uh, we've got our grill already set up. And we will be eating meat at our new home. Happy Father's yes. Day, Greg. Thank, Thank you. you for all that you do for us. Thank you. You kind of have to like direct us around half of the time in here, so we appreciate you. Being a father has helped with that, has that skill. Yeah, <laughs> wrangling little kids. Well, and we should mention, um, last Father's Day, we had a really fun show with our husbands on, and so yep. we're going to post that again, so watch for it. Or you can even go to momcastshow.com, or you can go to iTunes, uh, wherever you get your momcast, and you can scroll through and find that show well if it hasn't happened already it's going to start happening trust us we're going to get to the point where we're like what do we do with our kids because summer there's so much free time kappa has a wonderful idea for kids of all ages that can really really help out families everything from movies to music we were fortunate enough to talk to the Vice President of Programming of Kappa, Rich Corsi. You know, a couple of things that jump out right now, the Kappa Summer Movie Series, um, we have two showings of cartoon capers, and it's all the old school cartoons with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and Wally Coyote and all kinds of stuff. And then we also have Popcorn Pops, if you haven't been out to that. That's with the Columbus Symphony Orchestra. Oh, I loved Popcorn Pops. I actually was able to go and uh, do some things with them last year. That was a fantastic time. Kids can go around. They can play instruments. They've got all kinds of neat 
craft stuff they can do. And then at 7 p.m., the actual concert with the symphony starts. And it's only a 50-minute program, so they're not sitting out there for two hours and you got to keep them occupied. We danced and danced last oh, yeah. year. I was going to say, and the Commons has plenty of space <laughs> yeah. for you to dance. That right. I mean, Liv has gone to those since she was little, and that's one of my favorite memories because she's out there dancing. You know, I have video of that, you know, just enjoying symphony music, which... I think is a wonderful thing for kids. The yeah. cartoon capers you mentioned too, Rich. My 41-year-old husband would enjoy those as well. So I can entertain the three-year-old and the 41-year-old. Well, and that's the fun piece of the cartoon capers. You see multiple generations of families that come in. you know, And, and it's the folks that are our age that tell the kids, hey, when we were young, we had two stations and you had to wait till Saturday morning to see a cartoon. And you know, so you hear a lot of that conversation going on when these folks are at the movies. It's pretty cool. And then they're probably, the kids are going to be like, what's an anvil? And why yeah. should Bugs Bunny keep getting hit by the anvil? If you have guests that are in town, it's a very inexpensive way to have a great time. To bring folks down to the Ohio Theater and pay four or five bucks and, you know, be able to walk around the theater and see a movie in the theater. And it's just a, it's just a great experience. That, that's it? Four or five bucks for this yeah. event? Yeah. Wow. General mission tickets. You go in and, you know, it's usually about an hour and a half worth of cartoons. And we have our organist that'll be there and he'll be playing organ music throughout the whole thing. So... People just go crazy for it. When can people start looking for this and going? Uh, the movies kick off on Saturday, June 16th, and they run all the way through August 6th. And all you've got to do is hit the website um, at kappacapa.com, and it's got listings of everything we're offering all summer. So we have a surprise for our MomCast listeners. We are giving away a family pack of tickets to the Kids Summer Movie Series with Kappa. And all we need you to do is go to the MomCast Facebook page and tell us what was your favorite cartoon growing up. That's all that we need to know. And maybe you might have a favorite cartoon now. Hello, Peppa Pig fans. (laughs) Um, So put that on our Facebook page and you'll be entered to win. And we will randomly select a winner for that family pack of tickets. We're talking about fun things to do around town. And even though your kids, we've got them covered, you got to cover mom too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we challenge ourselves, Stacy, it can be fun. It can. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Michaela, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Um, and you're right, it does depend. I am not a runner naturally. Um, or unnaturally either. <laughs> You've been a runner before, right? Yes, I have. I love running. I do have to say that. I'm not an active runner now, but I've. it's a big part of my life or has been, yeah. And now is the time of year, honestly, if you're thinking about trying it, it, it's perfect because now is the weather. We have more of an opportunity for the weather here in central Ohio to be outside. So we wanted to talk about that so you could get outside and try it if you'd like. Uh, we thought a great person to be able to talk to today is Michelle Fleming, co-founder of the Rise Fitness Community, and she's also an active active member of Moms Run This Town. The first thing I will say for any mom who is beginning and beginning to run and considering joining a program should really simply just Google a couch to 5K, and that's a really good, non-intimidating way to get started running. Um, Another option, too, when you are starting to run is to join a free Saturday group run. Our Saturday runs, the way that we schedule and and plan out the actual map, it can be broken up into chunks. So if we have a beginner who wants to come and join us, who isn't actually a part of Rice Fitness community yet, it's always, our group runs are always free and open to anyone, but our trainers are ready to help them 
start out at a slower pace because we have different pace groups and also our routes accommodate different distances. I think, too, uh, a good thing about a group is, I mean, there are concerns, and I've had that with my friends where we say, well, we're concerned about safety. When you're in a group, it just feels better. Yes, I totally agree with you. There's also an accountability factor in addition to the safety factor because, you know, people are waiting for you before they get started. So you actually show up and you really get the job done. Bit of a kick in the rear to get out of the house um, (laughs) on Saturday mornings for that. You know, there's so many fitness trends and fads, Michelle. We see them all (laughs) over the place all the time. But when it's gorgeous like it is, or at least some of the time in central Ohio, you know, how do we kind of look beyond trends and fads and kind of find our fun and passion in fitness and being outside. And I I know you're a pretty strong advocate for that. So we definitely recommend that when people get excited about a new trend, that they do their research and find reliable resources that actually back up that resource rather than just doing a general web search for that. But as far as on the positive end of things and finding something that you're really passionate about, I think trying new things is the best thing to do. So finding a workout buddy who will go to a new place with you to try something new. You know, sometimes people are stuck in an exercise rut and the best thing they need is a little bit of fresh air and just to move their bodies to remember how good they actually can feel. So getting outside and going for a run or even going rollerblading with a friend as a mom. Isn't that funny to even consider going rollerblading? It's a great workout. <laughs> it re- Oh, my gosh. It is an incredible workout. You can figure out the brakes. Right. There are many reasons why I do not do that anymore. <laughs> yes, I but. totally understand. Or like, you know, sometimes you could you could find a charity event. So something that you believe in, um, starting to think about those type of things to get the motivation to get moving, I think are really good options. Yeah, I was going to say, usually a charity will kind of jumpstart all of us. There's a good reason to try it. And then, because I think it is it is the first step that's the hardest one to take. I mean, running, if you think about it, is very old school. You're not using all this fancy equipment. You're just outside, and it's the first step. So, that, I mean, there's nothing really in your way except taking that first step. And then... After that first step, I would hope, and this is what I never got from it, and this is why it's so interesting to talk to you, Michelle, is there a runner's high for everybody, (laughs) for certain people? Because when I think about pure joy, having fun, and if I want to pick an exercise, if the runner's high is real, I want it. (laughs) It is real, yes. There's, There's adrenaline and all kinds of hormone changes that happen once you do get past that initial hump. Um... You know, when we have beginners come in, it doesn't feel good, and that's just the truth. So when you first start and you do take that very first step, not the first step out for your run after you've been doing it for three months, but that very first time you decide to go for a run, it does not feel good. You will not get a running high. You will feel tired, and the next day you will be sore, and that's really normal, but The good news is that our bodies adapt very quickly. So within the first month, you are going to see a huge increase in endurance and strength. And then after that first month, I think that's when you start to get a glimpse of that runner's high. So you might not necessarily be exactly where you want to be physically and performance-wise, pace-wise, but if you can stick it out, 
for a month, I promise you, you will be in a very different place than when you started, and you will actually start to be energized after your workout, and you won't feel like falling asleep or be completely exhausted after dinner when, you know, your children are having, we call in our house, our witching hour post-dinner when everyone's <laughs> running wild. <laughs> Although a glass of wine might uh, be a little quicker. But, yeah. funny. but in the long run, it doesn't make you feel as good. <laughs> no. Did you ever have, Stacy? when you were running, did you ever experience a Oh, yeah. I used, to, I used to run. I ran track in high school, and then I ran all through my college years and well into my 20s and 30s. And yes, I did. I mean, there's, and it was for me, not even so much a high. Sometimes it was the only place where you could think. The I only place I could, yeah. you know, just my mind was clear and I could think and I could, you know, plan my days or whatever was going on or just relax. I mean, that sounds weird to say, but once you get into it, um, it's very relaxing, I found. It, it, you're just, you're, it's quiet for the most part. I mean, if you're in a group, it can be fun, too. But if you're just out on your own running, there's nothing like it. Zen-like. I agree with you. Yeah. The mental the mental health aspect of it mm-hmm. is huge for most of our athletes. You know, they come into it with a physical goal. A lot of times they're not quite sure. They haven't identified what the emotional reasons are that they want to do this. But usually that comes out when you start putting some miles on your body and you have some quiet time. You start to realize all of the mental and emotional benefits that come along with the physical gains that you get from running. So, you know, it's definitely multifaceted. You guys do stuff with girls on the run, don't you, Michelle? We Well, two of our trainers are soon to be coaches for girls on the run in the fall. Oh, how nice. My daughter has done girls on the run three times. So we love oh, that program. I am really excited to do it as a mom because um, my oldest has not really found her niche with sports yet. And my husband and I both encourage both of our children to be active. We don't really care what it is. We mm-hmm. just want them to move their bodies for their own mental and physical well-being. And I feel like Girls on the Run is going to be a really great option for her because it's not competitive, but she's moving her body and working towards a goal. And also, it's an advantage because hopefully I it's an advantage to her that I will be there to coach she and her friends. So I'm really looking forward to that opportunity. Well, that is. And I think you're going to love it. The girls get so much out of it. I helped out the first year, and that's why I didn't help out in the uh, subsequent years. <laughs> oh, yes. I've heard that. It is a big time commitment. I, I am aware of that. We just opened our new studio, so there is a lot going on. So I'll be interested to see how the time management part of that goes. So, Michelle, where can people find out more information? Our website is risefitnesscommunity.com. We have a blog that we post on there. And then we also have our class schedule and our new half and full marathon program is posted on there as well. So yeah, you can go there to look. And if you want more information on Girls on the Run, because that's a really good program, moms, for your daughters. It just is. Girls on the Run, franklincounty.org. So given the fact we're talking about fun this week, the question is, are you having your best summer ever? Stacey, do you guys have anything fun that you're doing for yourselves or you coming up like in the next week or two? Yeah, we do, actually. I mean, we've got a lot of summer. You know how it goes. It gets crazy. It can get crazy. And sometimes we lose sight of ourselves. That does happen, though. Which I like the fact that we had the conversation today about running because that's something we can do. But maybe running is not your thing and maybe you might want to try a walk. And the YMCA is set up for that for you this summer. Why? 
walk with a dock is a twice a month walk at Woodward Park Recreation Center right off of Carl Road. Everyone is welcome to join, members and non-members too. So everybody can come on in. The reason it's walk with a dock, you'll be joined by Y volunteers and a doctor from the Columbus area who will talk about his or her specialty. So that's really nice too. You'll learn something while you're walking. There's a list on their website, ymcacolumbus.org. Again, that's ymcacolumbus.org. Take a look for it and get out and do something for yourself. Just have a nice walk. As we talk about summer fun, we do need to talk about your kids because it can be a transition, you know, a time of being in school and being around all their friends. You would think, you know, they'd still be around friends, but sometimes for kids, it becomes isolation. Yeah, it can be. And for some kids, that can be very difficult. It can be self-isolation. And maybe there are reasons, you know, maybe you'll see a change in your teen, your young teen, uh, that you need to be aware of. And sometimes it's hard to know as a parent uh, what is a warning sign of something and what isn't. I mean, we all know that. It, we hear the stories of something really serious happen, happening with a kid. Mm-hmm. And then people say, oh, gosh, should have seen the warning signs. You should have seen it coming, right. Sometimes we don't know and we need assistance. And that's where Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems comes in. They are an acute hospital and center for psychiatry for kids. I mean, we're talking young teens, teenagers, and they do have the answers. And maybe um, it's a conversation with your doctor and say, is this something that might be something we need a referral for for our child? You know, just keeping an eye on the kids, keeping those lines of communications open this summer. Yeah, and helping see what we may not be seeing. Exactly. So, you know, make sure you're prepared. SequelPomegranateHealthSystems.com. Hello. You always answer the phone the same way. Always happy, right? You're like too perky. We're talking about summer fun, and here you are on a road trip. I'm on the road to Tennessee with my daughter, Cammie, and her friend and teammate, Adri. Girl, say hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> that wasn't very exciting. Was <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is your first, this is the first big road trip of the summer for you, right? It is our first big road trip. Yep. First official softball travel um, tournament. And it's a big one. And then you know what's funny? My son is also playing. Like right now we're in Indiana. My son's playing in Indiana as I speak, and I can't even watch it because I'm on the road with Cammie. Wow. So you're right in the thick of it then. Yeah. So it begins. This goes my summer. Now, a road trip. I mean, do you take supplies? Are you prepared? What do you do to plan for the road trip? Well, because I'm so cheap, I load up on tons of food and snacks and stuff like that. We'll go as far as we can with it. But it is fun. Oh, wait, 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 wait. As you're talking about snacks, I'm going to out you, Mindy. I'm going to out you right now. Because I was talking to your husband last weekend. There's not a lot of stopping for lunch. Uh-uh. There's a There's a critical element of what you pack and the kids are like, Mom, we wish Dad was here. Oh, all the time. And my what is it? Tell them about what you pack. Both of them, they would either, they, they both of them would rather ride with Randy because he doesn't want to pack the food. So he just, you know, goes to restaurant after restaurant after restaurant. And they love that. With me, they have to suck it up and eat what I pack. Well, what is it? Just peanut butter and jelly and sandwiches and chips and whatever. It's just because it's a lot cheaper that way. 
So you pack sandwiches. PB&J for yeah. the teens. Nice. Yeah, nice. absolutely. Well, there's uh-huh. nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's being economically smart. Oh, it but, is. You know, the neat thing about driving across, you know, it is cool to see the different states and the different scenery. And, and even today, just getting up in the morning and taking an hour walk. I mean, we were in rural, rural Indiana. And it's so peaceful and just, I don't know, you do a lot of thinking. You do a lot of... You know, I talk to God a lot. I just do a lot of, I don't know, you just kind of see where you are in life. It's a lot of time to yourself sometimes, and it's nice to get away and and travel and watch. Everyone we've ball. talked to today, Stacy, has had like this zen and this moment of peace. I know. And we're that, here. That doesn't sound like the road trips I've been on. <laughs> it does not sound like my family road trips at all. There's always fighting and mom, she's on my side of the car. And there's always that chaos going on. I don't know any of this zen no. from a road trip, but it sounds lovely. Well, don't road trip too much. We'd like to see your mug around here a couple of times. Okay. Well, I miss you guys. I'll be back next week. Okay, we'll okay. take some pictures. Yeah. Good luck to oh, the kids. Yeah, good oh luck, my gosh, guys. you guys, it was funny. I took this picture. I was out on another walk yesterday, and I passed this elementary school. It was actually the same elementary school where John Wooden went. You guys know who John Wooden was, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Big, oh, my gosh. Big, legendary basketball right, coach. Yeah. Right. Um, has all these quotes. Very, very, very famous. Well, it was the same elementary school in Indiana where he went. Indiana, yeah. So it was really cool. I just I thought, oh, my gosh, that's really neat. So I took a picture of the school. And a little, they had a monument about him. But then I walked back, like, toward the playground, and there was a sign that said, no horses, ponies, or motorcycles on the playground. Welcome (laughs) to rural Indiana. (laughs) Right. I have never seen a sign like that. No horses, ponies, or motorcycles on the playground. Love it. (laughs) Well, keep enjoying your trip. And, yes, we will see you back here next week. Bye, guys. And that is it for us here on MomCast. We will all talk to you next week. Have a good one, everyone, and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Yeah.